Vine Podcast. It is Friday. What day is it, Tony? Today is September 24th, 2010. Can you believe that? It's already September 24th. September's over. My gosh, it's almost Halloween, sort of, in a Mm -hmm. month. Yes, almost um, Walking Dead Day. It's so exciting. Mm -hmm. I cannot wait. Um, What do you think? Do you think we should all just dress up as zombies the day of the Walking Dead premiere? But it's a Sunday. Aw, man. So, yeah, you can dress up as a, <laughs> I can. a zombie. Well, you can, too. You can have trick-or-treaters, right? Well, I, I had a, a like a kind of creepy scarecrow costume that I wore last year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I remember that. And I so I, I just kind of stood in the dark. Because, like, you know, we went with my with my, my, my daughter and, and my, my niece. Yeah, you took and we, we went out And so I kind of like lingered back sometimes and just kind of stood there and just kind of like looked at the kids as they walked by. And some of them kind of like looked back over their shoulders. And That's funny. Yeah, so. Um, I remember when I was a kid, probably, I was a little bit older than uh, your daughter is now, and I lived in Queens. Um, people would put signs on their door saying, we don't have candy, don't bother, or, or things like that. I always thought that was really mean. I see, in, in the suburbs you do that, and it's like that's when the one, you know, certain kids will say, we're going to go egg the house or do something or, you know. I don't know. It's a trick or treat. You know, you don't have a yeah. treat, you get a trick. I guess. I don't know. It was, just, it was just really weird. There's a chance I might be a gladiator. <laughs> Are you serious? We went to the, the costume store because my, my daughter. Um, that is so funny. It's <laughs> it's it's not like a really bad gladiator. Like three hundred. Not not quite like that. Okay. Yeah. There's I think there's like a shirt involved. You should get like I think the it, eyeliner. it's too cold. You should do the eyeliner and stuff too. Yeah. So because because my my daughter she was gonna. Um, dress up as like like a Harry Potter type thing because she has like uh-huh. a robe and that's her birthday was a Harry Potter theme so she's into she's all into it. Harry Potter. Yeah, so we got her a broom, but even though she's probably not going to dress up as Harry Potter because she wanted to be Cleopatra. Oh, she does. Yeah, so she's got that all. So we're like, okay, we, you know, she might change her mind last minute, and and we saw a gladiator suit, and she's like, you should wear that. And I was like, so oh, you're like, maybe. great, okay. Does your wife dress up too? Um, last year she was sort of like this. Not, I mean, it was just, just kind of like a, a, like a female vampire type thing. You know, she had like kind of mm-hmm. like this, sort of like an 18th century style dress, but it wasn't like one of those big, huge, poofy right, where you you can't big, do anything. Right. And and then she got like these freaky white contacts. Wow. That, that were. were so like, she like she kind of went all out. Kind of yeah. So it was like the two of us, and then my daughter was Dorothy. That's Wizard really of Oz. that really makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Like the whole family. Did you guys ever think of like doing? I can't believe we're still on the topic of of Halloween. But have you ever been? We got a, a whole month to talk about Halloween. I know, <laughs> but you know what? It's my favorite holiday, and it's it's the one it's the one holiday I get really really excited about. Um, but do you did, have you ever dressed up as a superhero? Have I personally? Yeah, uh, I mean, for somebody who I did reading, you have. I there's a picture on it on a site somewhere. I dressed up as Madman. Did you really? I did. Um, I had a mask. I had my mom help me make the mask. Mm-hmm. So she, she like did the sewing. And then I had a, a shirt made. This was before there was an actual licensed shirt. Mm-hmm. So I had um, some dude at the mall did like airbrushing. So yeah. he did it. And he made the logo way too big. But it was It was, it was, the it was okay. you could get for yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah. I, I dressed up as that. And I actually went trick-or-treating with, with Red Lamp, Ethan. And he, he was dressed as the crow that year, Brandon Lee. Is that when Ethan had like really long? It hair? wasn't that long. It was oh. it was before that. It, Can it was I just be honest, please? <laughs> it's disgusting. His hair was was probably oh, about shoulder, almost shoulder length. Like the length of my hair. Yeah, maybe a little shorter. So, yeah, and then he he put some makeup on and, and yeah. all that. 
I think everybody was when when the crow came out. Everybody was the crow, right? Maybe yeah. Everybody was doing that. I think yeah. it's very sad. I hate thinking about that movie. Why? Just the whole Brandon Lee. I don't. I actually have never seen that movie. Okay, so Brandon Lee, you know Bruce Lee's kid, you know, and he he wasn't the the greatest actor. You know, he did a couple movies. He did Rapid Fire. He, he died on the set of that. He died film. on the set, and and he was really excited about doing the Crow. You know, he 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 knew that the source material. He really wanted to do it, and and this was gonna be like his big role because like you know he he kind of starred in this movie called Rapid Fire, and it was in, yeah, he, it's just a kind of cheesy movie. And he mm-hmm. was in this other movie that I I, I probably, who he was in a movie with Dolph Lundgren. Um, we were flipping funny. through like like HBO or Encore, and, and it came up. And anyway, so he was going to be the crow, and the whole story of the crow, you know, he, this guy, he's he's engaged, or you know, he's got his wife, and then he comes home, and you know, his wife gets killed, and other stuff happens to her, and then he, the the character gets shot and killed. So it's a whole thing. He comes back because of the love. It's like the the spirit of vengeance, spirit, or whatever, brings him back to avenge the sadness, the loss. So it's almost like Spawn. Kind of like that, yeah. But yeah. I guess it came out before. I think it came out before Spawn. Mm-hmm. And so on the set, the the scene where um, Brandon Lee walks into his apartment, where all these these evil gang guys are with his his fiance, you know, he's carrying these two bags of groceries, and he gets shot. The problem is the the prop gun that they because I guess in movies they use real guns, but they use blanks in them. And something had happened is a, a shell or something got lodged in the gun. So when they shot the blank. Uh, there was an actual projectile that went out, shot him in the gut, and then so he falls down, and then they they're like, oh, he, you know, he's he's just acting, and then they realize he's not acting, and then he's they actually he actually got shot, yeah. and then that's he didn't make it. So sad. So and then that's crazy too, because uh, Bruce Lee died when he was like what thirty three or something. Yeah. He's super young. Yeah. So they were cursed, you know, that they're all at that talk, in which yeah, that's not not the case. So that's they 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 were far sad. enough in a movie that they were able to, to finish. You know, they, they had to do a couple scenes with, you know, use a body double or back shots or, but so, I mean, it, it was, I thought that the movie came out really well, you know, compared to the comics. And, yeah. And so it was a good movie, but it's, it's been hard for me to go back and watch the movie because of that. And in the movies since they're just garbage. I'm sorry, whoever's involved with them, but they were, they don't compare. It's like, it's not the same. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, I mean, that was interesting. I don't want to say what I'm going to be for Halloween, but I'm so excited about my costume because I've already got it. Okay. You'll have to share with everyone. Later. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about comics, though, because this is a comic podcast. Yes. Oh, and we, we should mention Norm's not here. Oh, yes. Norm's not here. So he, that's why he's not just being quiet. Yeah. He, he took some time off. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Uh, can we start? Uh, what I'm I'm staring at. Yeah, so right on now. this one, or <laughs> we don't want to start with it. I don't know. I kind of want to start with that. All right, let's get this over with. Nemesis. Yeah, Mark Millar's so number, number three, three finally came, came out, out this week, and um, I we had both read the first issue like eight did, yeah. months ago. I I kind of liked I I liked the first issue. I didn't it was really it was like in the, the old, old office. I thought I mean I didn't really like it. I, I gave it like a four. I I, I was excited again because it was edgy and it's something and that's what what all he's trying to do. I, I yeah, he's he's very much about um. Just it's it's he's it's sound about bites. like punchlines. Yeah, it's you know? it's it's you know getting the attention. And so what I liked is because it, it's not just a regular all age superhero. It's a little more realistic, even though it is over the top. Just. I guess because, you know, if, if you got superhero, you know, in the real world, you got the cursing and the violence and all that. But then the second second issue, 
I, I don't know what happened. It's, it just felt, I felt like I missed two issues in between. Yeah, there's a lot of things that remain unexplained, right? Like his identity and things like that. And it isn't explained in the third and, issue. Yeah, maybe because of the delays. Because it's the way I remember it, it's like the first issue. You don't, no one knows who this guy is. He's this right. ultimate bad guy. He kidnaps the president, kills all these people. And then it's like the first page of the second issue, It's they're talking about his origin, like who he is. And everyone already knows. So I'm like, how did they find out? Yeah, and... I mean, do, do we really know anything about him other than the fact that he walks around in a white suit? Well, he crazy? he was like his dad. He was king from like a rich family and then stuff happened with his dad. And it was, it was all in second yeah, issue. Yeah, so he's got some daddy issues. And something. And like, sounds like a lot of other superheroes. Yeah. Then. I can't even remember what his grudge is now with, with the cops. Uh, but he's he's got it in for this police commissioner. Any, anyway, there's some stuff that goes down in the, in the third issue that um, made me so uncomfortable reading mm-hmm. that I had, like, I didn't I didn't finish reading. Like, after that scene, I, I just stopped. Yeah. And um, I feel like when there's no, there's no depth to this at all, you know, and it's just, it's blatant, like, shock, 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 and mm-hmm. then and it's, it's you, too bad. And it's 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 kind of offensive. Um and I'm I'm pretty liberal person, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like like I've got a lot of gay friends. I'm pretty sure that if they read that they'd be a little bit offended. Mm-hmm. You know? And and it's just it's kind of ridiculous. But whatever. Um I, I thought the the I, the concept going back from the beginning where you know, the what other people said, it wasn't necessarily Mark Miller. I keep saying, I'm trying to say it. Is that how you're supposed to pronounce it? It's supposed to be Miller. Oh, okay. um, Yeah, yeah. Because Jeff Loeb had said before, he's like, it's, he said it's Mark Miller, but he likes to call him Millar. So I'm trying to get that. And I I saw somewhere else someone referred to him. Anyways, so it's Miller. Anyway, so it's Miller. So I, but someone had said that this, the whole concept was, what if Joker was the Batman? So it was like turning this. So I was like, okay, you got this brilliant you know batman type character that's that's ultimate evil so i'm like okay let's see where this can mm-hmm. go because we don't have a lot of comics that mainly focus on villains it's so you know there's there's been some villain books in the past but right. they're never really hardcore but um the thing is that when you when you want to make a good villain what makes a good villain their motivation yeah. right their motives their motives is what makes them so interesting um and we're on issue three and we still don't really know anything yeah. about him we just know that he likes to screw with people yeah so i so, i think something i i hate I to say it something with the execution of this book's just not, not really bad yeah um maybe you know you know what i'm not even i don't you don't whatever. even care you're done i'm done let's move on to uh the uh heroic angels the avengers avengers which, which we reviewed this yes. week mm-hmm. um and I, i'd say we both really liked it right yeah uh-huh. you also did a review of secret of Avengers. Yes, secret. So, okay, now, yeah, so I we, haven't had a chance to watch that yet. Did uh, what? What do you? What are you liking more right now? Um, read both books. Okay, so Avengers was all out, over the top. It it delivered. You know, we I, I felt the future storyline was dragging a little bit, so we were finally getting something. We got that that big timeline and mm-hmm. just all excitement. I I still I hate to say it, that there's you know parts with the art that you know it's not comfortable with it yeah i and i I don't i'm not sure you know what 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 the reason is but it just yeah there's just some things that just didn't work and so i i felt that was a great issue you know just a lot of stuff that delivered now the thing with a secret avengers because i've been i've I've been loving secret avengers i I love ed brubaker and then you got steve rogers and moon knight and nova you know a lot of characters i like Mm -hmm. mike diodato's art i love mike diodato does not do the art on this one 
which which is fine. You know, he let the guy have a break or whatever. I'm assuming. And so David Aja does the art. He did um, the Iron Fist comic. The I forget what there was something something Iron Fist. The, the, the last version of it. So it it's it's obviously a different style of art. But what I liked is this focus on who is this dude that looks like Nick Fury that yeah. we've been seeing. Mm -hmm. And the title is The Secret Life of Max Fury. So is this his brother? So it's like, who is Max Fury? Because he does have a brother. I forgot his, Mikhail or whatever. His brother, his name was Scorpio. It was his, um, his, his, his code name or whatever. Mm -hmm. and, and he was like a bad guy. So there's all that stuff. So he, he's not his brother. And when Steve is talking to him, Steve and, and Carol Danvers, they're like, who is this? And then he says, I don't know. Maybe it's an LM, LMD, you know, life model decoy. But then he's like, oh, no. So without giving it away, it's, you know, whether it is a life model decoy, it's not. It is, but it's not, sort of. Hmm. But anyway, so, so would you recommend, like, going out and getting it? I, I, I gave this a four. Okay. Part of it, I mean, it was a good story. You get Nick Fury. You find out who this guy is, who's Max Fury. Uh -huh. And it's not just a life model decoy. It, okay. it is, but it's not. Okay. So, I mean, because, you know, that, that was my big fear is like, it's just going to be a, another silly robot, you know, big deal. We've seen that a million times. So, right. so uh -huh. there, there's kind of a twist. What I was a little bothered is this is supposed to be Secret Avengers, mm -hmm. but it's mainly Nick Fury and Max Fury. You know, S Steve Rogers does. But, show up. But it does kind of make sense based mm -hmm. on where we left off with the last issue. Yeah. Because we didn't know who he was. Yeah, and it, and that's that's what I, that's what I said. It, it's it's not just like a filler issue because it is setting things up, and this guy Max Fury is is working with someone else, and this dude knows the roster. He knows who the Secret Avengers are. So okay. That's that's the connection. Is obviously they're going to cause problems for them. Mm. So it, it's it's a it's a good issue, and you know it's just it's Nick Fury action and this other guy. So you get to find out who he was. There's another character that Brew Baker tied, um, that was in the Marvels project that the comic took place like in, in the 40s. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was cool because this character that I I'm not totally familiar with, but I I'm, I'm just finally reading the Marvels project because I bought the hardcover. Even though we have all the issues yeah, here, yeah, we have all the issues. I want here. the hardcover. So that character is there. So it's kind of interesting. I don't know what happened to that character between that book and this book and why he's working with Max Fury and all that. So I thought that was pretty cool. Cool. But it's... Um, Fantastic Four. Was was good. Which we review. Mm -hmm. uh, so do you want to skip that one? Um, it was good stuff. People should pick it up. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Hickman, it's, it's, it's really interesting. It's a really well-written book. Uh, Superman, Batman. It's amazing. 76. Oh, my goodness. So this is going back a little bit with uh, Final... Crisis, um, R.I.P., Batman, Dark yeah. Side, um, so, Superman. So the cover you see Superman holding um, a Bruce's charred, charred body, mm -hmm. which is the, the scene in issue eight in uh, Final Crisis. Yeah. And now, you're not crazy about the art. I can see. Super, Superman face. looks, looks. I mean, I'm trying to remember yeah. if, if Dick had long hair back then, but he's had long hair. He, he did. And, and Superman... It's an interesting um, interpretation of Superman, but he, he looks very young. Yeah. It's like, you know, he doesn't have, you know, because I think it's, was it not Gary Frank? Um, is it Gary Frank? Anyways, th you know, they, they've been drawing like the Christopher Reeve Superman a lot lately. And, you know, in this Superman here is it, he like doesn't have a strong chin, but right. I mean, that that's besides the point. So, uh, so we, he, he looks a little young. I mean, the art, I think, was something that I had, I actually talked to Norm a little bit about it, too. And he, he had mentioned that it was something he didn't really, he wasn't crazy about. 
But um, the story was was good. I think that the story was totally in character for Superman, and I think mm. a lot of people would disagree. I kind of. I know you'd kind of disagree. Yeah. Um, but uh, so so like for those of you that didn't read it, but I, I recommend that you read it. It's Judd Winnick. It's a very dark kind of uh, book, and it deals with Superman, kind of. Uh, Coping, dealing. Coping and dealing with the death of, of Bruce Wayne. And there are really some really great scenes like this one, actually. Yeah, you that's just, what I, I left yeah, it there. I love that page where um, Lois asks him if, if you know, she, she, he wants her to come. And he's like, no, no, no. To, it's just the core members of the Bruce's Justice League. funeral. And we're going in, in like, like I guess. Or civilian. Civilian yeah. clothing. And she's like, oh, well, you want to take your glasses? And he's like, no. I don't need my glasses. Yeah. So, you know, he's he's going as him as himself. Mm-hmm. And and it's just really beautiful. I love I love that scene. Um also, yeah. Poor when we got a little shot of which, um, you know, we never really saw Tim Drake. Yeah, so we see Tim crying, like and just a little, you know, in the background crying. And I don't think we really saw that. Um Red Robin, I think Chris Yost dealt a lot with. I mean, it was it was a lot of like like, you know, the denial and just all that, yeah. but it, but it's it's almost there like there wasn't an emotional sort of a and that I think that's what I really like about this is that um, it kind of humanizes all these mm-hmm. characters, and it, it's it's almost like saying, you know, if your best friend, if your dad died, um, you would feel this upset, yeah. you would be this mad, and it and it's okay to be that way, which is why I thought it was in character for Superman because he loves like he loves the world so much, and he loves um, he loved Bruce like like his brother. Mm-hmm. And I think he would react that way. Yeah, because what, I'll admit, when I first saw this, I'm like, because you know, I'm I'm always on the fence with Superman, Batman. Yeah. I, I feel like there's never anything really major that happens here. So when I first saw this, I was like, okay, we're, we're going back to Final Crisis. We're just gonna see, oh, how'd they feel? You know, touchy, you know, emotion stuff like that. So I was just, but I read it anyways, and it, it was good because you know we do get to see the reactions because a lot of it, even though everyone was like dealing with it as you know. The mm-hmm. search for Bruce Wayne went on. Mm-hmm. It's it's almost like some time had passed, and it's just kind of like everyone just kind of jumped forward with what they were doing. Whether it's Tim Drake looking, you know, convinced that that Bruce is still alive, mm-hmm. but we didn't really get that emotional feel. So we never really, I don't think we really saw Superman react. You know, he he brings Bruce's body to the Batcave, and there's no, there's just never, like like not much, like that, maybe one scene in the Batman. Yeah, but, and that was a big problem. I, I remember um, that they just didn't deal with. Like the emotional aspect of losing someone like Bruce Wayne, so that was the big piece that was missing, and I feel like they tried to recover it here. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting, and I I don't I don't want to say anything else. Like I want to talk a yeah. little bit more. Yeah, I'd about like it. to talk about this, but maybe we shouldn't. We might not want to. Yeah. And and the conversation that uh, he has with with Dick Grayson mm-hmm. is interesting. Can I can I just mention that? Uh, just, you're you're the one holding back. I'm I'm, I'm sorry. Um, so, you know, uh, Superman goes to Dick Grayson and says, you know, you need to take that uniform off. And this is the thing I think that connected these two characters, you know, connected Superman and Batman so much is the fact that they both, um, their alternate identities were, are Bruce Wayne and Clark Mm -hmm. Kent because Batman, Batman is Batman, you know, Mm -hmm. and Bruce Wayne is Batman's secret identity, secret identity. Um, that's where Dick Grayson and Batman are very different mm-hmm. because Dick Grayson has had a life, right? As Dick. And and Dick is himself, and his secret identity is Batman. Or yeah, right. 
But Batman was born of the, I guess, like the death and the blood of his yeah, of Bruce, Bruce Wayne died the same time his parents did. Exactly. I, that that is what connects these two characters, and it's beautiful. And and Jed Winnick addressed that, and it's been my my biggest problem with the idea of Dick Grayson becoming Batman because to me you can't have that you know it's it's just not possible but I again I don't know if we should talk about it, but this circular scene here uh-huh. maybe we should talk about that later just just I mean we could you know what why don't we dissect the issue in a okay. video uh, we'll we could, do it in a video we'll definitely okay because I that. definitely want to talk about that yeah and, and I know we're gonna There's... agree and not agree about something so mm-hmm. so we'll, we'll do that so we'll put that to the side yeah. Um, Black Widow. I don't. I. I, I really wanted this. to read this. So we we have. So unfortunately, Marjorie Lou's not writing this anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm not exactly sure why. Whether it's because she's doing X23 or, or whatever. So yeah. Dwayne Swarzynski is now writing. They got a new new art team. So it's it's it starts off with it's a new arc. Um, I thought it was okay. Okay. Um, yeah. She's. It's basically. She's trying to protect this kid he was he was uh, the son of this uh vice president hopeful who was killed and she's linked to the the crime so he you know thinks she did it she's trying to save him but and so it, it's it's black widow action there's some like espionage like undercover stuff sounds like salt but i haven't seen that i haven't because that went, that was like in and out of theaters you know it came out when we were in san diego and then yeah it was just gone so I mean, it, it's it's a good issue, but it, it wasn't wasn't great. I don't like the art in here at all. I'm not sure. I really don't like the cover. It's like they're trying to do like some like 3D, but it's not 3D. You know, with just the, yeah, the red little, and the blue off to the side. So I I don't Kiss I don't get that. Kiss or kill, part one of three. It's a little cheesy. Yeah. So I, I don't it looks know. Like, it looks like Pat Benatar actually, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Batman's Jesus of Gotham. I'm gonna go ahead and say that it's uh, my. Did you read that, by the way? I did read this. Okay. Well, let me see. What do you, What did you think first? Um, I you know I'm I'm waiting for the, the this hush storyline to. I mean, I know we have to wait till Bruce Wayne comes back. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how they're going to deal with that. Mm-hmm. But it's just it's a lot of it's been, you know, Thomas Elliot. He's pretending to be Bruce Wayne. He's got all these you know Zatanna and Katana, Zatanna Katana. Mm-hmm. There are, you know all these these people like babysitting him, and you know it's. I'm just waiting for something more to happen with it. So I'm yeah. hoping that this is the beginning of, because, you know, Bruce is coming back really I soon. I mean, it's a very interesting end of a story, but that's that's basically the, the best part of the story is the end, right? Mm-hmm. The very last page. Um, my my main concern is that Thomas Elliot is obviously not a very likable character. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it, um, it it's very difficult to read a book Um when you don't like the character, the main character in the book, and you have to read like his internal dialogue and whatever. So I think Paul Dini, Paul Dini writes like crime books really well, like Batman crime books pretty well. But I wasn't crazy about this. What, are they, okay. what are they going to do with Hush when Bruce comes back? If, if he survives. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't think he will. What, what they could do, which I, I guess would be crossing lines and I don't, Batman wouldn't go for it. But they could try to force him to have plastic surgery because, <laughs> you know, he looks like Bruce Wayne. They got to do yeah. something. They can't have him roaring around like that. You mean like face off? Yeah. They got to do something because, you know, he he's identical to Bruce Wayne. And it's weird. So they got to do something there. And then just get Zatanna to erase to, yeah, his memory. Well, but even though she did that to Bruce, Bruce definitely and definitely not go for that. Because he, he's too dangerous. He can't go around knowing all the bat secrets. So That's that true. is a problem. You, you can't just they tried locking him up in a tower. Obviously, it didn't work. Yeah. Here's the thing. I don't think that this would ever happen. 
Like, this is, like, allowing Thomas Elliot to run around acting as Bruce Wayne is something Bruce Wayne would be really pissed about. Mm-hmm. Well, I just it, don't it, see him being okay with it. It's convenient as they, they you know, they, they, yeah. they don't have to admit that Bruce Wayne is dead. Right. So it's, no, it's, 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 really, it's convenient in that sense, but it's even a little bit strange for me to read that Alfred is like, all right, I'll drive you around. Uh, that, that's the other thing. It's, it's so like, weird. So <laughs> they're in the car. Elliot, Thomas Elliot's in the back seat and Alfred's got his back. You know, there's not even like a divider. He doesn't have like handcuffs on or anything. So it's like, what's to stop him from... From like uh, taking him in and choking the driver. Yeah. Choking Alfred. And then and running away. It's like, it's like yeah. It's, it's a little keep... bit too much. So I don't Unless I, mean, I miss I think, something. I think he might have too... He might feel like he has too much to lose like right now. You know what I mean? So that's, mm-hmm. his, that's his motive. Like he's not going to go choke Alfred yeah. because he's... He's Playboy Bruce Wayne right now, and he's envied Bruce like when he was a child. Like it's what he wanted to do. One thing I want to know, mm. and we should ask Dustin. Yeah. Is because Dustin is going to be the artist on Batgirl. Oh really? So I'm wondering, is he going to be doing Batgirl and Streets of Gotham? I have a feeling that he will not. Because I mean, the thing with with uh, Streets of Gotham is he's not doing the full issue. Mm-hmm. So I don't. I'm not sure what his workload is. If he can do one and a half titles a month. Honestly, though, I I I wasn't. I didn't feel that Dustin's art was very strong in this issue. I don't know. It's pretty good, but it's very. Uh, I remember the, the I remember the days when everything would be in watercolor, mm-hmm. and that's that's what was really everything looked like the cover. Well, I mean, maybe it's because. You know, if, if he is he's, doing, he's short on time. Doing maybe, an I issue don't know. and a half, but you know, there there was like one issue where the the Batman or the, the the hush whatever part was shorter than the backup feature. So you know, depending on how they split it up, because the the second part of this we have Two Face, which I thought last month was very interesting, where we saw Two Face get gutted and thrown, yeah. thrown in the river overnight. Yeah. So this is it's a, part it's a, three. Who is that? Paul Cornell? Um, no. No, Ivan Brandon. Okay. It's a it's a good story. Yeah, it's it's way better than the the stupid Manhunter that you hated. That, that what's her name that she's in here in the katana skinless. Oh no, Jane, Jane Doe. Doe. Yeah, ridiculous. Um, speaking uh, on a little side note, because there's a little ad here for Action Comics eight ninety four. That this is um, I think they, uh, David Finch oh, David doing Finch. Death Sandman Death of the Endless. Uh-huh. So the Action Comics crossover and. I, I think I saw somewhere where they said Neil Gaiman might have co-wrote the issue, which would be kind of weird because this just says it's written by Paul Cornell, who's doing an if, awesome job that, in action comics. If that was true, I think they would. Yeah, they would. Do it like they that. would advertise the crap out of that because yeah, they said Neil that, Gaiman wrote Death Again yeah, in action comics because he gave his blessing to, to for Paul Cornell to use the character. It's nice of him. Yeah. If there, were, I, I only wish other people would 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 do the same. But the thing is, it's not. I, Neil Gaiman doesn't like own. The character, you know, it, it's it's DC Vertical, whatever. You know. Neither neither does he. But so it's that's a thing. I mean, but I I like that they approached him first mm-hmm. versus we're just going to use this character and you know it's it's a big popular character we're just going to use it and mm-hmm. whether you like it or not. So, I don't know. but it, it's very interesting. So Action Comics has been really good. Where Lex, uh, we're totally segue because this like, action came out. Did it come out this? No, last week. No, it didn't come out. No, this next week. week comes out next, next week. week. Yeah. So, but it's really good that, you know, Lex, you know, he's power hungry. You know, he's having withdrawal from not having a ring. So he, he's searching for the black 
lantern rings because they just dis- disintegrated, so they got to be out there. So he's detecting these energies. And then I think it was it was last issue where they go to Antarctica and there's this big black dome that was there for like a billion years mm-hmm. because it went through time and space. Mm-hmm. He went with Deathstroke. Deathstroke got affected. Started, they started attacking. And then anyways, when they analyze it, then it like it changed. So there's something like the energy is mutating. Mm-hmm. So it's like Lex going all over. And there's supposed to be like wormholes. So I, I don't know if that's how they're going to bring death in. Whether that's, it's like That different... seems very weird. Yeah, I, I, I'm still not sure how that's, that's going to happen. It'll be interesting though. But I, we I, should do a trading views of Sandman. You should. I, I got all the trades. You do? In my garage. <laughs> well, you Do you want to? Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Um, Skull Kickers. Uh, there's been a lot of buzz about this, supposedly. That, like, this, the first issue pre-sold yeah, out. You, it's it's Image. And it was okay. Because, you know, Image, Image is sneaky. They, they, they'll put out these really awesome books, like Chew. You know, you don't you know anything about yeah, it. Yeah, you don't and care then, about it until some, people boom, are like, holy like, crap, like, this like, is awesome. So um, I don't even know how to describe this. It's obviously takes place in like um, like a medieval type times, and there's like wolves. I, I like on. I didn't on, read it. I want to read it. Though. I like on the first page. He's he's fighting this like that's really graphic. He's though. he's he's fighting an overweight werewolf, and he's like I've never seen, you know, werewolf. Yeesh, like. You ever heard of a fat werewolf? I was trying to avoid fat. Oh, sorry. <laughs> But I mean, so it's 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 okay. I'm I I. This I, is hilarious. I wasn't blown away. Keep but, making jokes, dwarf. I'll silence you soon enough. Your ally is surely slain by my loyalists. Your death is nigh. Humor is all you have left. Crunch. I, I, I think it's interesting. <laughs> it's funny. It's something different because you know people are always like you know what I can't read X Men. Wow, he's fat. They're like I can't read X Men because there's a million titles. So you know here's something new. So I would suggest people check it out. It wasn't. It's. It's not up there with Chew, but it. I think there could be potential. It's yeah, different. It's something different. It looks like. I don't know. This guy looks Chinese to me. I don't know. So something different. I, like this. This looks like a Viking, and that just looks like yeah. a Chinese man. Yeah. So. So. Anyway. Kind of interesting. Um, uh, Shadowland, Shadowland Moon, Knight, Moon Knight, your favorite. I, no, I not just because <laughs> it, this was actually I, I'm liking the this crossover, you know, the, oh, the yeah. tie-in because mm-hmm. like Shadows of the Daughter, I didn't even pick that up this week. Okay, you know, number two it came out, so this is good. Um, we got you know crazy action. Mark Spector or whatever he's going by, he he allows himself to to go into jail so he can be on the inside, and all the craziness goes on in jail. I like he just takes like a sheet or something like that, so he's still like Moon Knight even though he doesn't have the costume. But then he goes up against like Daredevil, and he's he's like he's stronger than he should be because as we know, Daredevil has this magic that the hands using on him, which we assume to control him and mm-hmm. make him do bad things. So they fight, and it's it's interesting because Moon Knight's whole thing is his um, the the evil Kanshu, the the god spirit of vengeance. This is part why Moon Knight was always like borderline crazy in in the recent issues because this spirit of vengeance is always trying to tell him to kill kill you know kill for me and do all this stuff and then finally he kicks that habit now interesting choice of words now does is the moon does it actually affect him no not no it used to so if it was a full moon that there is a like there is some time before where he actually was stronger when the moon was up but but that has nothing to do with uh, it. That so would he, be cool, though. There, there was, there was a while when he was in um, West Coast Avengers. He actually, his body was like inhabited by the spirit of Kanchu or something. So he actually kind of had like super strength mm-hmm. and all stuff. But then that went away. So basically, he, he's, he's more. It's more about him training to be a badass without 
superpowers and you know he uses this stuff so interesting and so anyways the the spirit of vengeance is trying to say i'll help you if you kill for me again and so it's like he has to make that choice is he going to do it because there's um this evil the, like this other dark spirit and some bad stuff happens so like he's with, he's kind of a he's kind of an anti-hero kind of like that because he he because he, he'll kill well, he used to not really kill so much, mm-hmm. um, or actually, he w- wouldn't kill. I mean, he was he w- was about the justice and all that. And but then, the this guy Bushman, Raoul Bushman, was like this evil mercenary guy, and that's he's one. He tra- he was working when backing up. Okay, so Moon Knight was like a mercenary. You know, he he was working for this guy Bushman, and then he kind of realized this guy's evil, and he wanted to not do what he said, and that's when he met his girlfriend. Who's like stood off and on in the comic? So Bushman was going to kill them, but then he like kind of stood up. So Mark was left for dead in the desert. So then that's when he went into the tomb. They were in Egypt or something like that, and that's where he went to Khonshu's tomb. And then he was about to die, and then he kind of he... was brought back like a second chance. If he worshipped or accepted Khonshu, became his his vessel of vengeance and all that. Hmm. So it's it's kind of like he died and was brought back and was reborn, sort of like that. Yeah. And so he's never really killed before, but then it's just like recently, and when the the, the Charlie Houston um, David Finch series, he went up against like Bushman, and he took one of his his crescent like things that he throws, and he like carves off Bushman's face because Bushman had like a, a skull tattoo on his face, mm-hmm. so he like carved off his face. So it's like he crossed the line, back then. and then. He also he got his legs broken and he was like hooked on like painkillers and he was just like a mess you know like all his friends left him and you know he was just living in his deserted dirty mansion with his you know sitting in a wheelchair so finally he had to rebuild himself you know he had to get his legs to work and just develop his body and then mm-hmm. he's he's got Kanchu saying kill kill and so if that's you know he's got this voice in the head so whether it's crazy. and it's whether it really is Kanchu or is he really crazy and so. Hmm. Okay. And then he, he came to terms with all that, so he's not going to kill. But. but you like the Shadowland uh, tie-in. Yeah, this was pretty good, yeah. And, yeah, some some crazy stuff, like whether he's going to kill or not. And That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, kind of bad what happens. So it's this, Green Lantern Corps. Green Lantern Corps. I didn't read that. Um, so Cy- Cyborg Superman, so he's kind of <laughs> cool. We got Ganthet, you know, he's a Green Lantern now. And they got the Alpha Lanterns, because Cyborg Superman, you know, he, he wants to die, and, or, you know, they're, they're trying to take the Alpha lanterns the lanterns out of the alpha lanterns but that kills him so he's trying to make ganthet perform this surgery and he's just like wiping him out so mm-hmm. and then we have what's her name Boudica, and so it's know. good you like it, it yeah it was, it was good is I, peter I, tomasi yeah. uh tony bedard oh okay yeah so and we got kyle and john stewart so that was good hmm. hulk 25 so this Does is now hulk come out every week um, the other is Credible Hulks. Um, that seems like it came out every two weeks. And then there's this other Enigma Force, which I didn't really read. The, I didn't like the, the way that looked. So the Hulk. It's a pretty cool cover. Is now um, Jeff Parker's writing. Jeff Loeb is, is no longer writing. And um, a new art team. So it's now nice, this is dealing. Nice art, though. This is pretty. dealing with Thunderbolt Ross is, is Red Hulk. And Bruce Wayne beats him. He's like, you're, you're never going to be. Um, basically, what's kind of cool about this is when they they fake Thunderbolt Ross's death, uh-huh. and they they use an LMD to do that. Okay. So it's like like the Red Hulk killed him. 
Yeah, so the, all about Marvel the L- Universe LMDs. is all about that. And so what, what's interesting here is is Banner, Hulk, talks to him. He's like, Ross is dead. He's like, we buried him. He's like, Captain America even went to your funeral. And then he's like, you tricked me into doing this. So it's, it's kind of like um, he did trick him. So now he has to be Red Hulk. He can't be Ross anymore. Oh. And they have him locked up. But he's like, you're gonna, you're gonna need, need me, whatever. So finally, they, they're gonna, they're like, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll let you out because you know he's, he's going crazy being locked up. So they make him power down, mm-hmm. and then they put a little thing so Banner kind of like adjusts his powers a little bit and all this stuff. So then they're gonna send him on this mission. There's Scorched Earth, which is mentioned in Avengers. They're gonna send Red Hulk on a mission. The only thing is. They did not tell, or they're supposed to tell Iron Man that Red Hulk is working for Steve now. What? But he doesn't get that message, so there's a fight there, hence the cover. Because mm-hmm. they fought, like, issue two or something like that, and mm-hmm. Red Hulk, like, kicked, you know, like, dented, like, Tony Stark's <laughs> armor or something like that. So, and I, I, it's, it's going to be interesting, because in Avengers, I think it's number seven, mm-hmm. Red Hulk's supposed to, whether he's joining the team permanently or just in that issue. So it's going to be interesting that, Everyone kind of hates Red Hulk, hmm. and what is he going to be an it's, Avenger? It's a it's a pretty good excuse to have uh, a battle between Tony Stark and and Red Hulk. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, you always have it. You you want to see the heroes fight each other. Yeah, and even though Red Hulk's not really a hero, he's he. I mean, Thunderbolt Ross Ross isn't really a bad guy. And then um, we also have Rick Jones backup story. The, I mean, it's just one thing I, I had a problem with is it's just a, the change in the art. What what is this step up? But R- this R- is still a Red Hulk story. It was Rick Jones, a bomb, because he's that bl- mutated blue oh, right, right, abomination. Right. Since, right, right. since Red Hulk killed original oh, I like abomination, the I like the art. So it, it's just it's very different, and I just really don't like the idea a bomb, and I'm not really sure why he's blue. So I, well, I'm, why I'm is not, Red Hulk red? Well, it's because of the red energy that why the is, leader. Why is Green Hulk green? Because of the gamma radiation. All right, so Justice League, Generation um, Lost. Generation Lost. So this, so Jed Winnick, this is coming out like every two weeks, I think. So this ties like, into this like Brightest crazy. Day. Jed Winnick's writing a lot of books. Yeah, so basically Generation Lost, I know we haven't really talked a lot about that. And like I said, it's issue 10 already. This is like just flying. It's, it's catching up with Brightest Day. This mainly has been focusing on Max Lord's part. You know, when he came back, he, he had the mind, mind power. So he does this thing and he, he makes everyone forget that he even exists. Mm-hmm. So no one, you know, they're, they're, and then you got like the Justice League International, like uh, Power Girl, Booster Gold, and you know, they're, they're like trying to search for, for Max Lord. The problem is everyone like forgot that he exists. So there's an interesting scene in here where... Uh, I was I was hoping so much that there would be this interaction between Max Lord and, and Wonder Woman. The, but the, I, I think it's got to happen. It's got to come I up. Mean, but no one remembers that he, she killed him. So now basically everyone's forgotten that because there's a scene where, where Dick is in the Batcave and he's looking at, at a screen and we see the scene where Wonder Woman breaks his neck and he asks Alfred, he's like, what do you see? And then he, Alfred says he sees different listings for different people named Max Lord. So all the Max Lords in the world, but they're not seeing this Max Lord. They're just seeing listings and numbers so it's like even though the information is right there in front of them because max lord messed with their minds no one remembers it so they're, they're trying to search for him but then they keep forgetting that he he exists so so how do you reverse that satana i don't know because 
because yeah, his, his whole thing, whenever he uses mind power, he gets nosebleeds. And so he had to get like huge quantities of blood because I, I think it was going to, he had this like big thing of ice that, you know, because he was going to make the whole world forget. So obviously he was, he was going to lose all his blood mm-hmm. or whatever. And there's also mention in here about his, his, he has to stop this war, you know, his, his, his vision from the, the White Lantern. And there's, there's references to Kingdom Come. Right. You know, the whole battle coming. And so, like the white that's, lantern tells That's him. interesting. I want to read that. Yeah. So, yeah, it, that's it, it's cool. good. And I like the cover. It's really cool. I like the cover. speaking of covers that I like. I like the concept of the cover for uh, Titans, Brightest Day Titans, but it doesn't look right. And it doesn't happen in the issue. <laughs> yeah, like wait, the, Roy, the, Roy the, Harper and like and, this, like the knife should be here because it looks like they're just going to stab themselves. Mm-hmm. Right, so like Roy Harper looks like he's just gonna like stab himself, mm-hmm. not her in the back. Mm-hmm. His arm should be a little bit lower. And... Yeah. So uh, Titans, I mean, Titan. Okay, so people, if you're not reading Titans, it's Deathstroke and and some some bad guys that he's recruited, and I'm I'm still waiting for it to to knock me off. For my it feet. to get interesting. Yeah. I mean, cause the the main thing is is what's his name? Osiris, the the kid. You know, he wants his sister Isis back and Black mm-hmm. Adam. So that's that's the main thing that's keeping me hooked with the book, and I like Deathstroke, but it's just like, mm. like real quick, get let's get through um, the rest Supergirl, of them, we Bizarro, got a lot to Bizarro. Uh, I love this shenanigans. It it makes me laugh out loud. Mm-hmm. I heard you. It was so funny. I love Bizarros. Yeah. They're hysterical, and when when they're written and everything's everything's backwards, but maybe I'm just really. No, uh, I'm just. Really I have a couple of Bizarro p- books that that you'll. Which uh, I want to read them. Have to look at. Yeah. So so yeah, we'll do a trading views. We got it. We and we, yeah, we got to get back on the trading views. Hold hold on schedule. hold on. Like there's this one scene where Supergirl. So Supergirl, we pick up where Supergirl takes Bizarro Girl where back to bi- ca- where you caught us up. Where I caught everyone up. Uh, Supergirl takes Bizarro Girl to Bizarro World, and she comes face to face with this, like. I guess this giant bug-looking thing that is eating everything. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's basically it's it's consuming everything, so it it, it absorbs it like for an, as like an energy source, whatever. Anyway, but as soon as Supergirl lands, there's this guy who's like, whoever she am, she am so ugly. I laughed so hard. That's freaking hilarious. Uh, just wait till you see some other. Everything's backwards. It's just so funny. All right. I don't like the, the bizarre. What happened to Bizarro World? You don't in here? Yeah, you can't do that. Bizarro. It's got to be fixed. So um, Avengers Academy. Uh, it's, it's. But there's but wait, there's a cute scene where um, uh, Bizarro uh, Superman. And Bizarro Girl, kind of like say, or cousin, me, I'm not happy to see you. And then, oh yeah, me hate you, Bizarro. Me hate you, Bizarro Girl. And then she thinks back, yeah, I love you, Kara. I love you. I kind of got like a little teary eyed. (laughs) It's just really sweet. I read my first Avengers Academy number four. Did you enjoy it? Um, The only reason I this is like a throwback, huh? The reason I read this is this is um kind of going parallel with one issue of Thunderbolts that came out a couple weeks ago and where some of the Avengers Academy kids go to the raft and then the power goes out and there's all this like stuff going on. So it's like we, we have the same story, but we get to see the other side of the story because in Thunderbolts, we didn't really see where these missing kids went and they, oh. they went after 
Norman, Norman Osborn. Yeah, they went after Norman Osborn. So, they hate him. They wanted to kill him. And it's interesting. We haven't... Is this continuity? Yeah. So we haven't really seen any Norman... He is... There is... I've been debating about whether I should do an article about this. There's going to be a Norman Osborn miniseries. I think it's four issues. It's mm-hmm. coming out, I believe, next month. And my concern is... Okay, so we got Norman Osborn in this super ultra jail. Yeah. So it's it's got to be a good story, right? Well, I mean, you can't really write much about that unless he gets out of the jail. Well, there's got to be something in there. <laughs> But so we're following up, you know, what's what happens after Siege, after Dark Reign. You know, mm-hmm. It's got to be something. It's Norman Osborn. I mean, where they left off with the character was like at a huge point. And right. So who who should they get to write a Norman Osborn miniseries? It's going to tie up all these loose ends and just Brendis. So, you know, yeah, because he's done everything and you, know, you get someone huge. He was in charge of uh, Dark Reign. So yeah. who did they get? Not um, Bendis. They got someone that I can't remember. I think it might be a, a female writer. I can't. Oh, I, really? It's someone I. It, it doesn't sound familiar, so I'm not. I should probably check, but uh, no offense to this writer, and maybe this is a really kick-ass writer, which I hope so. But you would think that they would get someone huge to write about Norman Osborn. That's yeah. that's always my fear about the miniseries. Well, here's the thing: you to, to, uh, the story that we saw in Batman Superman this week. You would think that they would put that in like the Batman book. Mm-hmm. Or Batman and Robin. No, but they put in a comic that I'm so close to dropping, dropping. every month. I'm like, am I going to get this? But am they I going to get this? In, they put it in the one comic, or Superman, Batman, not Batman, Superman. Superman, Batman, the comic that it, it, it's it's basically a collection of individual stories. Mm-hmm. and That's usually just, not, not in continuity. Yeah, normally not. So it's kind of wishy-washy when it comes to... So that that was weird because I feel like this is a really important. Yeah, it was it was very very well done. It's to, it's really well it. done and very important, and I feel like it's in the wrong book. Yeah. Anyway, um, so we're on mystery. ultimate mystery. Um, Norman 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 <laughs> would would have probably loved this. Um, there's big shocker at the end. But, oh, Bendis. Um, uh-huh. What what's what's great about ultimate mystery and this ultimate universe? It's things are so crazy now because like we in this ultimate uh, this story like ultimate enemy Reed Richards gets killed. Um, the thing. This is a thing. He's like evolved. He's he's not like not the thing anymore. Wow. So it's like they're doing all all this just totally weird things, which is what the ultimate universe is supposed to be about. Like let's turn everything on its side. So that that's cool. And I'm I'm surprised I got um Jay Scott, Scott Campbell to do the cover, the cover for our Ultimate Mystery because it's uh, not hold, like it's hold, one of on. flagship books. What stands out to you, Sue Storm? <laughs> it's okay. You can say it. <laughs> Actually, what stood out to me was it was. The Ben, because he's just so weird. I, yeah, sure. But yeah, yeah, sure. No, it's it's a blonde hair that sticks out. Even yeah, right, she's, right, she's right. next to all that orange. Justice League Justice of League. America, uh, James Robinson. Why is this all? Um, why is it bent? Because it was in my bag. Oh my goodness. Um. So. Uh, Not Mark Bagley. No, this was inspiration for your off my mind article. Mm-hmm. Um. So you talked about that. Mm-hmm. Did you like it? Um. I did. I. I, what I didn't, I, you don't I, have to. You don't no, have no, to just no, say you what, like it because we're best what, friends. What, what I, I, what I liked <laughs> is because I thought we were gonna see some some Justice League Teen Titans interaction, which we kind of did, uh-huh, but then we didn't. But not yet. So we did and we didn't. So it's, that that's what I didn't like because I wanted to see that, but it's fitting why they didn't. It was cool to see the Golden Gate Bridge, mm-hmm. even though like the view of where like this, this is, like this is. What's that island called? Alcatraz. Alcatraz. <laughs> Alcatraz Island. I think that's that it. should be the Bay Bridge, right? Oh no, you can see that goes to Oakland. You can see Alcatraz off of Golden Gate. 
Yeah. You can. And the, and the, the yeah. I'm oh, here. are they I'm, coming I'm, from Sausalito? Maybe. Yeah, because if if actually I don't know. No, that should be. Wait, like, that can't be the Golden Gate. Wait, if the Golden Gate, then this should be on the I'm other saying. side. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I see. Because that should be on the other yeah. side. Yeah. Whatever. What I win. Whatever. I don't know. Anyway, it's funny. Um, um, but the other thing is this boogeyman character. I don't know if I, I don't. Sounds so threatening. I don't remember ever seeing him before because they said he was a Teen Titans villain. Doesn't sound familiar. He, I didn't. Don't think he has a page on Comic Vine. Let's look it up. I I tried. It. I looked it up. I'm like, who's and this boogeyman guy? And he doesn't have a page. There's these two other boogeymen, but they're not DC. And so if you're listening, uh, who's the boogeyman? <laughs> who's the boogeyman? <laughs> they fought the Teen Titans. Yeah. Right. Know. Power Girl, I didn't read it. I'm, I'm it behind on Power Girl. Um, Uncanny X-Men, we're mm. still talking about Hope, and I, she's uh, I'm not dealing with her powers. It's Hope not so as much. interesting anymore. And we're seeing all these other... But though, the, what is interesting is, because the whole Sebastian Shaw, Emma Frost, so that's still like coming out, because you know, he's like hidden there. Because like, Namor thinks that... She was, she was gonna kill him, and so he's like hidden there. She's not gonna kill. And she her wants man. she wants to she wants to kill Sebastian Shaw, mm-hmm. and then Kitty Pride hears these thoughts because Emma has to act as a conduit between Kitty and Peter, and Peter. since she's stuck in her ghost face. So she so like she finds like, out. So she's like, "Hey, I know what you're doing." So I thought that was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. And finally, Kitty do you, Pride. Do you think that? Uh, do you think Emma will eventually go rogue? I don't know. Ah, she's such. She's so much cooler as a bad guy. I, I feel like they they've invested so much in her character now, and are these the HD glasses. I think so. Yeah, but they don't work. Wow, well. they work. That doesn't really work on the podcast. People Everything can't seems see so clear. Wearing big yellow glasses. Wow. So I don't know what's going to happen with Emma Frost, and I'm still wondering. You know, is Jean Grey going to come back? And you know, what's that going to do? And hey, they said this didn't work, but it totally works. I didn't think it worked. I feel like it enhances my vision. I feel like a superhero. And I feel really dizzy and I'm going to puke. We got kids comics. All right, let's let's talk about some news from this week. Okay. That, those were the comics of this uh, for this week. Let us know which comics were your favorites. And let's uh, get to news. Let's see. All-Star Superman trailer came out. Um, that was cool. I'm excited. I like how... But it's not Frank Whiteley style. Well, it's not. But they tried a little. Yeah. I mean, it's sort of. It's still that... I'm... I I, I, I feel like I feel like they take like... All right. The Batman animated series, the art was based on Bruce Timm's art. Mm-hmm. Right? And Bruce Timm's art is very simple. Mm-hmm. You know? I've, and then... Simple Fr- in a good way. Simple in a good yeah. way. Yeah. New Frontier, they took Darwin Cook. Mm-hmm. I feel like they just take, um, they try to simplify the artistic style of, of the artist, of like the book that they, they're adapting. Like the Superman, Batman, it's not exactly Michael Turner, but. Not really, yeah. but it's it's different than New Frontier and mm-hmm. it's different than, and you can kind of see some um, inspiration mm-hmm. in, in the art. I felt like you could see some, like Superman's face Maybe. Maybe and, and his again. big chin. That was totally Frank Quietly. And it's just hints of inspiration. It's not mm-hmm. going to be... I mean, you can't. You can't. Yeah, because it's like all unless crazy they got, detail. Yeah, unless they got Frank Quietly to animate the whole freaking thing. Or they're not like, going to do like it. A million animators. So. A million Frank Quietlys. Yeah. So, but I, I think it's interesting that they're they're taking this story because mm-hmm. it's... all. I mean, I think with All-Star Superman is it's... In its own continuity, it's something totally different. So such a great story. Too. I mean, it, it starts off with you know Superman's dying, so it's mm-hmm. like people are, are going to be watching this or be like, "What? Uh, what's going on here?" So 
I'm and I'm curious how, if it's going to cover all twelve. I it can't cover all twelve issues. And I hope it doesn't cover all twelve issues. I I doubt it. Maybe it'll Although just cover you the first do six. you see a lot of Lex Luthor. So yeah, because that that was the thing is though. All Star Superman is a really dense story. Mm-hmm. So you, I mean, you, I would imagine you'd have to really simplify it. That's what I'm saying. I don't want them to try to cover a lot everything. of ground. Yeah, because it's like you, there's just so much to do. Probably like in 80, 77 minute movie. It's like all their movies are like under eighty minutes. I don't know why they don't make them longer. I mean, that, they didn't used to be. Uh, all the DC movies, like are they? they? Yeah, oh, they're, that short, they're really? Like, they're like under eighty minutes, and it's just like I never noticed that. Make it a little bit longer. It's like, <laughs> you know, there's. 90 minutes should be like the norm. 90 minutes is enough. But I, maybe, I don't know, maybe it's when they show it on Cartoon Network or something like that. It fits in with the commercials and uh, I, I have no idea. I would be disappointed if that's what they're worried about. <laughs> we <laughs> got to figure out. When they're how, making how a movie, we need to make it so that it's 90 minutes and fits with the commercials. Yeah, so they, well, advertising. No. That's hard. ridiculous. That. Next story. You know, no, I have to do say advertising. Because, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so oh, total segue here. Goodness. So when my daughter and I watch like stuff off of like cartoon and we watch like batman brave and the bold or right. clone wars you know it's all on a dvr we watch it like saturday or sunday morning uh-huh so we fast forward through the commercials and a lot of times she's like why is there commercials and i was like because that they pay them because and that's, that's you know how they get, get their money you know, trying to get people to buy stuff so um i actually bought some fruit loops <laughs> because <laughs> last, of last the commercial because there's this commercial because she likes you know she's had fruit so we sometimes buy like the the little travel um cereals little boxes as a kind of treat like if we go camping or something like that you know she doesn't eat sugar cereals at all so she knows who toucan sam is from that so there's a toucan sam commercial so i was like oh she likes the cart you know like seeing him so we watched it now fruit loops have sprinkles or sparkles on there so i bought some because of this commercial are you gonna buy the uh superman batman twinkies hostess cupcakes Oh, there's like Green Lantern ones too, or something. Uh, there are only the boy characters. That's weird. I wonder why. Maybe because only boys eat Twinkies. Girls need to. <laughs> because because Wonder Woman, they decided to put Wonder Woman on a bag of salad instead. I don't know. Maybe girls know better than to eat junk food. that's gonna. Rot I don't know. Your Whatever. All their advertising is just the boys. Let's mm, move on. That's too, that's too bad. Um. Return of the Illuminati. I don't know if we talked about this. Cause I think this came out last Friday. Now right, think yeah. So Illuminati's coming back. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be crazy. I don't know what cool. they're going to do with it. <laughs> um, people are excited about it. Because um, I mean, the, the thing with Illuminati is they felt like that they were above everyone else. Right. You know, Reed and, and, and Tony Stark and Professor X. It's true. They thought all. they were smarter than everyone. Because the, the miniseries, they, they did all these huge things and no one ever knew about it. You know, they're trying to shape the direction of, of everything. It's basically like, like the real Illuminati it's like, and Jay-Z. You, know, you guys think you're doing? Now, the... <laughs> and the, the pyramid with the all-seeing eye. The lost, lost symbol, right? What's what's uh, that, that guy's name? Um, the, the dude, the, uh, Da Vinci Code guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dan Brown. Dan Brown. Lost symbol. There's just some talk about that, the pyramid. It, that's a good book. Uh, another segue. You oh, should, you is should it? read that. Yeah. Cause I didn't like the Da Vinci Code. I and it was I, better. And I didn't like um, Angels and Demons. Yeah. I, I liked Angels and Demons. When I read that, I felt like I was reading the same chapter over and over again with like one small development at the very end of that chapter. So lost, lost symbol is good. But um, I'll look into it. The Illuminati. What I did not, what I still hate about the Illuminati, and I will hold this against Bendis, is what he did to the Beyonder, in like issue four or whatever. So what did he do? Because I don't know. Okay, so the Beyonder Secret Wars. Beyonder was like basically like he was the whole universe. He was like this omnipotent godlike being right, right, right. there is a, a little break 
in in the universe so he he got to see into our universe he's like seeing all these superheroes and the good and evil like that so he's like hmm this is interesting because in his it's like universe, a movie in his universe he was everything and then he's seeing like just a greed and like heroics and this was new to him so the premise of secret wars he he teleports a bunch of heroes a bunch of villains he wants them to fight each other he's like if whoever wins you get whatever you want so that was the whole thing he was just an entire universe godlike being so it's almost like that that big fat guy in the x-men what's his name with like the claw looking <laughs> feet the guy that had the TV show. In the X- and they oh, would oh, teleport. Mo- Mojo. Mojo. Yeah, Mojo. Okay. And he had his own like TV show. Yeah. And he'd teleport Storm and but, but, Cyclops but he, and Beast. But this guy made like a whole planet. He like took chunks of different planets. and and So anyways. So he's like a reverse Galactus. He was, he was, but he was like, he is this omnipotent being. He can do anything. And then what happened in Illuminati, we how, find wait, out. How many omnipotent beings do you think are in the Marvel Universe? There is there's a, there's a bunch, like Lord and okay. Chaos and Just, just wondering. Whatever. Anyway. And so the the Beyonder turns out to be a mutated inhuman. Mm-hmm. And then he like bows down to Black Bolt. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. So it's like he thought he was, I, don't, I still don't you know, try understand it. You and still are mad about I'm, it. Yeah, in denial. It's like he's not an inhuman. He's He was this other dimension universe god thing thing dude so. anyway um heroes for hire came out Pun- um, so punisher electra all these anti-heroes ghost Rider, assassins ghost rider um, iron fist but i think misty knight and there's a guy with the gun which i think is paladin but he's in hawkeye and mocking just sure seems very weird to me yeah because the whole thing because is they're is not heroes. heroes yeah electra her her teaser thing said assassin for hire it's like that's not a hero punisher's not a hero ghost rider not really uh, a hero. yeah so I I don't know. What's Iron Fist is like the only hero. Yeah, so like a real hero. I don't. And then you got Misty Knight, who's you know she's she's been always like the detective, like you know, in she was in the last Heroes for Hire, which I think only made it to like twenty issue twenty or something like that. Mm. So I don't know what what they're gonna do with yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know. Moving um, on. Speaking of Ghost Rider, so Ghost Rider two. Movie oh news. yeah, Nicholas Cage. I can't believe it's already <laughs> it's in a, production and nobody I, I guess knew it, about it's it. It's been like eight years since the first one came out, uh-huh. and I still have not seen it. I'm, oh, I've seen parts wait, of no, it. No, it can't be eight years. Was it four years? I don't know. I think it might be closer to four. Maybe it came out two thousand six. I think it might have come out like early in Comic Vines Day because I remember someone that hey g man you watch ghost rider i'm like no i'm scared <laughs> i don't want to watch so um yeah it's it i guess it i think it began filming already they have a date september or no, february 17th 2012 is when it's going to come out that's so shocking to me that columbia pictures is already producing this freaking movie and it's not gonna and nobody knew about it well nick i'm um, nick Fury, nick cage has been kind of talking about here and there yeah but that's weird so he's you don't think that's it. weird that's uh, weird I, I do it's it started shooting it well it's shooting in romania so maybe um news in romania doesn't get out all over the internet maybe like not. captain america like today there's like a bunch of captain america images and footage that came out in manchester or whatever they're they're filming so all that came out mm-hmm. so ghost rider 2 3d who cares I, I don't know yeah so that'll be interesting um, will we see Star Sapphire in Green Lantern? I'd say no. I think not. I, they, 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 they can't. They shouldn't. I think that would be too much. Yeah, if you're gonna do Sinestro and leave Carol Ferris see, in her clothes. I don't even think they how much of Sinestro they can do. Like, you know, is he gonna turn evil in this one? Is that where it happens? Because you know, the whole story of, of Green Lantern is you know Sinestro is well, training him, the, and then he kind of goes. 
in the in the um in the promo pictures early on like in early in development of the, of the film mm-hmm. we saw those images of Sinestro like what he's supposed to look like but he was in the green lantern yeah. green uniform mm-hmm. not in the yellow, yellow lantern yeah so he's he's supposed to train Hal when he first joins I mean it's, it's got to be an origin story and mm-hmm. Carol Ferris is going to be running her dad's air air, air, air base or whatever it is it's what's going to happen. And she's going to be in it for five seconds and she's going to be used as a plot device. Yeah. So she said that maybe it'll be like a nod or, you know, some sort of Easter egg or something, but, you know, maybe in the next movie. But then there, there is also, will we see Kyle Rayner, Guy Gardner? Like, I think what they're saying is in a sequel, maybe Green Lantern 2 focuses on Kyle or focuses on Guy. Because, you know, maybe Ryan Reynolds is going to be too busy. Maybe he'll only do a cameo because he's doing Deadpool. I mean, I don't know if, if they're looking at this as, as a possible solution to fit his busy schedule. I mean, you could absolutely do yeah, that. Yeah, if you've got all these characters, why not? And mm-hmm. I, I think if they are going to focus on someone else's Green Lantern, they should still try to get Ryan Reynolds. Otherwise, it's like one of those sequels, which I can't think of any right now, where the sequel has like no one from the original cast. <laughs> and so... But that, that could be a way for them. It would be like trying to make Pirates of the Caribbean without Kira Johnny Knightley. Depp. Kira Knightley, and, really? Was it, really? Well, because she's not in the, the, the she's not gonna be in the next one. And what's what's the dude's name? Uh, the the not, not that Johnny. Depp. Annoying guy. The other guy. The one with the stupid oh face. The, oh, I can't think of it. I don't remember. Name. He's a schmuck. Who cares? Uh, he's not because he's not gonna be in the next one. Uh, so gonna, it's gonna be Johnny Depp and and what's what's that that uh oh god my god the actress she was with Tom Cru- Penelope Cruz. Penelope Cruz th- is going to be... I think she's going to no be... No way, are you serious? Maybe I'm wrong. Oh, I love her. I think she's going to be in it. She's very good in um, Vanilla Sky. She's very good in everything because she's a good actress. Did you see Vanilla Sky, Tom Cruise? Uh, yeah, I and, did. And Jason Lee when, when I really like Jason Lee. What happened? You don't like him anymore? <laughs> My, name kind of My name is Earl. My name is Earl kind of... It's really annoying. Kind of sucked some I of, some of the energy. I kind of hate that show. Yeah, I, I stopped watching it, which yeah. is surprising because I was like... I really liked Jason Lee. I thought he was really cool and just everything he did. Everybody thought Jason Lee was cool in the 90s. So, like, yeah. I like. So, um, but Vanilla, he's Vanilla Sky. Very good. Kind of twisty. Kind of weird. Uh-huh. So, um, Pirates. I still haven't seen the third Pirates. It's kind of crappy. Yeah. So. But you know what? It's a good, like, movie theater movie. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, uh-huh. you go, like, Avatar was good in the movies, mm-hmm. but if you watched Avatar at home, it's going to be like, oh, okay. Uh, X Men First Class. So we have Rip, uh, Rip Riptide. Riptide, yeah. yeah. Some guys. Who cares? He spins around and throws like throwing stars and cuts people up. And cool. I forget who's playing him, but um, there is also an. Uh, I think it was yesterday. James McAvoy said that he is not going to try to channel Patrick Stewart in his interpretation of Professor X. He's okay. going to do his own thing. All right, well, you better read a lot of comic books then, dude. I mean, because we're, we're talking young Professor X. He's walking. He has hair, which he's not supposed to have. He lost his hair as a kid. Yeah, but these are physical attributes. Yeah. He's still supposed to, uh, like, convey this really intellectual yeah. dude. We'll see. I, I, yeah. I like James McAvoy, though. Yeah, he's really so. good. I think he'll do okay. I'm still waiting to see the second season of Shameless. I'm like the only person that liked Wanted. Get get Shameless on, <laughs> on Netflix. The season one, there's, I think it's like two discs. Oh, really? It's like, yeah. Is it a, really good? It's a uh, it's not a BBC show as someone corrected me, even though the, the DVD has BBC America or BBC on there. They might just be the distributor, right? Someone said it was, no, it's Channel 4, you know, because there's like 
three channels. All right, we don't live in England, so we don't know. <laughs> everything I, I say is BBC, but it's we're BBC. stupid Americans. Yeah. We don't know. But shameless, I mentioned that show. It's it's. You know what I've been watching lately? Hoarders. I don't know. It's about people who just acquire stuff. Is it like a reality show? Uh, not really. Is it like was it like a scripted show or? No, 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 no. It's not. So yeah, I guess it's a reality show. Well, not a reality show. It's a on. Show. It's on AMC, okay. and it's about like these people who just have a lot of stuff and they don't throw anything away. So like, like let's say this was a shampoo bottle and you had this much left. They're like, well, I can I can give that to someone to use it. And then when you walk into their house, you can't see the floor because mm-hmm. they've got stuff everywhere. Mm-hmm. Newspapers. And, and then what happens is, you know, you start to get rats and cockroaches and then your kids get taken There's away a... and then you don't throw your food away. I think my roommate's a hoarder. Hmm. All right. Anyway, moving on. Um, speaking of moving, DC Entertainment. Is moving to Los Angeles. But DC is staying. In New York City. Now, something, I don't know if, um, I heard that something like 50 people at DC are losing their jobs. There's been some, like, there's been no official word, but that's, um, I forgot where I read it, somewhere. And there, there's no indication, like, what positions, like, who, you know, who's losing their, their jobs uh-huh. and whatever. I'm wondering, you know, we know Wildstorm is basically folding and kind of being absorbed by DC. And... Most of the writers and art, you know, they're freelance or whatever, so I wouldn't think that they're necessarily losing their job, but I don't know who would be losing their job. And I would think if DC Entertainment is moving to a new office, I would think that would create new jobs because you're still going to have your publishing on the East Coast and then you're going to have all the movie right. stuff. But So I don't know if that's accurate, if, if, if there's actually people losing their jobs and good luck to yeah, everyone involved. Yeah, if that's where, – where, where was this? I think it was IBC. Really? That, that website. Yeah. So I, there, but there's been like no official word, but it's like, who, you know, who, who are these people that are going to be losing their job? And, but again, why do they need to cut positions if the entertainment portion is, is growing? You know, you're going to need people working in the office and that's true. dealing all that I stuff. I mean, that, that's a really good point. So hopefully it's just a rumor, rumor and the facts aren't straight or something yeah. like that. Yeah. I mean, it, it might be like people at Zuda too. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, and I don't understand what happened. It's with all that. really, it's all really kind of sad. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm surprised too because Jim Lee started Wildstorm, mm-hmm. so I would imagine that he would try to do everything in his power to just keep it afloat because that's his, his like you know, it's mm-hmm. like his baby. Yeah, but, but the, un- the unfortunate thing is, you know, I don't think people are really reading. You know, there's a few people reading Wildstorm. There's just so many comics out there. And, you know, DC puts out a lot of books. Marvel puts out way a lot, too, too many books. <laughs> way so too it, many It's, it's books. like, you know, way the, the, the shelves are, are, are crammed with all these books. So you have something like The Authority or Wildcats or Deviate or Gen 13. Written by guys like Warren Ellis. And, yeah, and, and people are going to be like, Deviate, what's that? You know, Wildcats, I kind of remember Grant, that. Deviate is tough to read mm-hmm. because you if you didn't read like the first series mm-hmm. it's it's hard because there's no there was no introduction yeah to the and characters. it's also it's like so that's the thing i mean dv8 hadn't been written and you know there's such a big gap yeah so you see here's okay here's issue one okay it's like well why, i don't, why, I don't know who they are yeah you're kind of throwing me into the story and so i think that's that's the problem that wildstorm is facing is you know i think people are so they they have to be choosy with you know they, they, they can't buy everything because they yeah, can't afford everything so exactly if they're gonna buy a comic they're probably gonna buy the stuff that they know that's why there's a bunch of avengers book a bunch of x-men books a bunch of batman books because that's what people know exactly to so say okay i can pick up this batman series and I, I know everyone involved 
I may not know the whole storyline because there's 18 other books, but so I think but, they're not taking risks. But the thing is um, that with with Wildstorm, they they said that they're taking they're taking Wildstorm and they're bringing the characters into the DC universe. Which I don't know. How, they did it a little with Mister Majestic. He, yeah. he came into Superman. But um, I remember I read somewhere somebody brought up a good point. Static Shock. Yeah, Milestone, all those. Milestone He's supposed comics. to be back. And, and he hasn't really been in any comics um, very he, he much. Was, he was in Teen Titans for a few issues, like, within the last year. But still, like, there's, you know, all those characters that you didn't really see. And they were supposed to do the same thing, bring all the Milestone characters in. And publish books under the DC banner with the Milestone characters. And that didn't really happen. So, But my thing is, how are you going to, how can you bring, like, Wildcats into the DC universe since we just had... Sort of, you know, when they did um, Final Cri- not Final Crisis, Infinite Crisis, with you know Superboy and you know Punch the the Super Punch and the Fifty Two World, so it's like I don't see how you can bring all these other characters in without doing another Crisis to explain how you're getting there all you these. Oh, char- there's another DC event. Yeah. Well, here's all these these. You're from this old, old alternate world, and now they're gonna exist here, and and I I I don't see them. What? More existing. characters? Let's retcon everything. Yeah, see, that's the thing. You, you know, you can't do another. DC's done a lot of retcons. Oh, yes, you can. Yes, they can. Yeah. Anyway, it's very sad. Like, I, I really hope that um, those people aren't losing their jobs. And if they are, best of luck to them. Yeah, that hopefully. sucks. Yeah. Um, we already talked about Marvel, the, the timeline thing. We're not going to talk anymore about that. Uh, Superman movie. So there's a, a bunch of guys, the short list of directors. So people who might be directing this so you got this guy tony scott he did top gun Duh. um unstoppable man if on, man if, on fire. He, if he does superman i want a volleyball scene in superman <laughs> you know i just actually <laughs> watched the volleyball scene why <laughs> last, uh, last, why? last weekend uh, we went over to my my sister-in-law's and we started i don't know how it got on topic of youtube or something like that and Somehow, like Top Gun stuff started coming up. So we, like, some of the scenes. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, that that you would can be, be my wingman. No, you can yeah. be my wingman. Okay, so the second one, Matt Reeves, who did Cloverfield, um, Let Me In. I, I I got no, I don't know. I got nothing. Yeah, I mean Cloverfield, it was okay. it, was, it was good for what it was. Yeah. You know. um, Jonathan Lieb, what's it, I write Liebsman, who did um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre at the beginning. So one of those Texas. Oh Chainsaw crap! And I think he's doing um, Clash of the Titans too. Oh crap! What? Thirty Rock was on last night and I missed it. It'll be on NBC.com or something. Ugh. All um, right. And then Duncan Jones, who did I, Source I Code. I don't know any of these people. I know that's the thing. It's like he did um, a movie Moon. I forgot, <gasps> someone brought that up is such Sam a good Rockwell. movie. So, yes, so I love that. Moon. I still have not seen it. I don't know if if I think James, that's David Bowie's son. Um, Duncan Jones, I don't know, maybe. Yeah, I think so. So he's another one. And then the final oh, one, man. the final one you probably have heard of, this guy named Zack Snyder. Oh, yeah. He's in this movie called Sucker Punch, which hasn't come out yet. Yeah. He also did a, another movie, I think it was something like Watchmen. Yeah. And 300. Yeah. So I don't know. So that that's, <laughs> You might know him. <laughs> he's done all these big comic yeah. book movies. So, so that, uh, is, that is the uh, list. Dun- uh, Duncan would be awesome. Moon was such a good movie. If you guys haven't watched Moon, you should definitely watch it. I think you can stream it on Netflix. So if you have Netflix, 
Watch Moon. Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell is in it, and he's the only person in that movie, and it is awesome, and it is about astronauts in space, and it is so sad. You will be very upset. But could he do a Superman? Yeah. This was ridiculous. Okay. You need to watch it. I, yeah, I haven't seen it, so. You've got to watch it. Um, and then we have some Spider-Man news. Um, Mia Waskowska. Okay. Who was Alice in Alice in Wonderland. Oh, okay. She's she's um, being talked about. But, but they're not just saying one female character. They're saying two. So the other is Emma Stone, who okay. was in Zombieland, um, Easy A. Oh, man. I don't like uh, that girl. Super bad. So both of them. So maybe they're saying Gwen Stacy. I feel like I want to punch her. Uh, I I don't know. I still haven't seen. Oh, uh, you mean one. Emma Stone as Mary Jane? I don't know. Ugh, I mean, because she she's got red not, hair, right? Yeah, but she just. I mean, they're just saying female roles, so they're not giving any names. And so I don't know if if the Mia, if she would be Gwen Stacy or just someone else. Or I, I don't. I'm not going to talk about. There's Liz Allen. Either of them. I I didn't really. I don't really like Emma Stone though. So. I I don't. Have a preference one way or the other. Whatever, who cares? So next story. That that is it. That's um, oh, is that all? That's what I got. I I might I feel like I'm I'm missing something and jot something out. But I think that was that was the big the big news. That was the big stuff from this week. Yeah, unless something's happening right now as we speak. Which very well could be because we're stuck in a room yeah. and it's stuffy in here. Yeah. I'm gonna go read Justice League Generation Lost. Um, I'm gonna get ready for our live show. Yeah, we've got our live show today at four. From four to five mm-hmm. should be on a scheduled. Hopefully this this week, last yeah. week we have had some problems. Yeah, um, yeah. So if you subscribe, guess what? You get to watch us live. Mm-hmm. If you don't and subscribe, you you get to hear. You fail. Yeah. So we're gonna do live preview theater, and and Vinny is trying to change the structure of it. So <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it might be funny. I I, I th- think we 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 shouldn't do not it. Not yet. We need more more prep and. I understand. Prep. Yeah, and we'll have some other discussion, some stuff, and it won't just be us. And so, like, everyone's gonna be involved. So, so giant bomb screened, tested. Yeah, it should be us. really cool. So, so, you know, th- thanks guys for listening to the Comic Vine podcast this week. Tune in next week. Oh, by the way, James Robinson should be coming in next week. You better be. Oh man, pressure's on. Well, now that you said it. Well, yeah, <laughs> but he should be on next week. And I know uh, how many of you guys. I I got a really nice email this morning from from somebody who listens to the podcast and he's like, you know, I really enjoy when James is on. It was a very long email, but I read the whole thing. It was very nice. I'll just forward it to James. I did. Good. And he was like really, really, really excited about it. That's what I say. He He should be here every week. That's what I think too. Um, You know, like we read all the stuff you guys send us Mm -hmm. and we read all the comments, all of them. Yep. Um, and it's really nice to like come into the office first thing in the morning and get this super duper long email from somebody who listens to us every week and appreciates what we're doing. So thank you. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I don't have the person's name in front of me right now because I don't have my computer, <laughs> but, um, but you know who you are mm-hmm. anyway. So James says thanks and he really likes the email and yeah, so he'll be on next week. So we're done. We are done. So watch the live show, 4 to 5 today. Subscribe. If you can, subscribe. Monthly. Give Five it, give bucks it, give a month, try. guys. That's do, like... Do, I, I even subscribe. That's as much as Uncanny X-Men. <laughs> that's crazy. We have to subscribe too. 
Yeah, that's so, whack. Yeah. No, it's not. It's fine. But yeah. Supporting our own company. Yeah. It's good. So everyone subscribe. All right, guys. Ask your mom. Thanks for tuning in. Ask your aunt or your, your grandma. For grandma. Money. Grandma. Christmas. Christmas. Grandma, can I borrow your credit card? <laughs> Max it out. <laughs> well, it's not that much. Hmm. <laughs> 50 bucks. 50 bucks a year. Yeah. Or $5 a month. Four ninety nine mm. a month. Yeah. You can get a deal if you get the year. Yeah. It's a bargain. It is a bargain, actually. So everyone should do that. Yeah. All right. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, tune in next week for James, and we're done. All right. Have you. a great weekend.